This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Global Youth NZ on ORFM's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home. Through interviews, conversation and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective. That's Global Youth NZ, 4pm Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin. Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, yznz.app. Good everyone, welcome back to Global Youth NZ, you're listening to 105.4 FM. I am your host Jayushka alongside Jaden and Lily. Hello everyone. And we're coming to you from the virtual studio um, while we are at our homes, so just trying to keep safe as well as um, a bit of station re- renovation going on. So if you've been listening for the past couple of weeks, this is how you've heard us. And hopefully there's no super huge technical difficulties like Lily had last week. Um, yeah, I apologize. I dropped out of the Zoom and couldn't come back, but I'm here this week and better than ever. Yes, she is. So there's all three of us. So great banter in the in, in the room or in the zoom room <laughs> so, um yeah so today we wanted to start off with uh a couple of different topics um including um a little bit about a recent issue that has um prompted up locally but has quickly gained national and then international attention um and this is um if you've heard of the movement just uh, justice for huda um, which is about an incident that occurred here in Dunedin. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what we wanted to speak about today. Yeah. Um, so if you have Instagram, you can actually go on to um, – there's two pages. So there's justice.for.huda, spelled H-U-D-A, and then justice underscore for underscore Huda, spelled H-O-D-A. Um, and basically just not – getting into too many specifics um so Huda this um pupil at Otago Girls High School um got attacked and was you know bullied and um harassed uh by some anti um Islam- Islamophobic uh students at the school um and she was hit on her head face neck and shoulders causing serious injuries including concussion so she was rushed um to a hospital by her dad as the ambulance wasn't called. So um, it was racially motivated and um, they yelled out some racially motivated slurs and words. And, um, you know, unfortunately this isn't something that's new, you know, like we, we hear about um, a lot of, uh, you know, religious and racial attacks um, against, you know, um, the Muslim community against a lot of religious communities. Um, and I think that what we really want to do today is just, just bring attention to that like in 2022 things like this is still going on you know and it's not just something that happened like ages ago and you know like doesn't really happen anymore but you know hate and violence um towards others um you know prejudice is still something that's so big in um this community and in new zealand as well you know so yeah which is horrible um but yeah and I think uh, we wanted to key in a focus on the, you know, the aspect of bullying in general in schools in New Zealand um, and how as much as we try to promote, you know, you know, against bullying, it still doesn't mean it doesn't happen because it definitely does happen. Um, and also just like the kind of effects that this has on different perspectives of people. Um, and also just um, there was one thing that was super serious um, 
especially was that um, her hijab was um, taken off and filmed and also shared. So that kind of um, reflected on the wider people who were engaged in that um, situation who was filming and then sharing the information. So that's quite serious. Yeah, and I guess we just wanted to kind of talk about um, how this is like not an isolated incident. And of course, this is a terribly tragic incident. And, you know, we really um, want to focus on how terrible this is, but also kind of moving away on the fact that uh, it, it is in like an underlying culture. Uh, we were talking about things like homophobia, like Islamophobia, racism, that this is kind of a thing that grows over time. And if we don't kind of discuss it and we don't, we're not addressing it, um, particularly in our school communities, uh, then it can result in absolutely terrible, tragic events like this. So we wanted to focus less on, um, you know, what happened. And if you uh, want to research more, you can, um, just like out of respect for Huda and other people involved, but um, just more kind of discuss, you know, the the kind of situation that can lead to something like this and the preventative measures and the uh, conversation we can have around it um, kind of stop these events happening yeah definitely um and you know it's really important um i think it's actually a lot about being educated number one but number two i think it's just about having maturity you know mm-hmm. um and just knowing that yeah like well first of like let's just you know if you have a different opinion to someone you know a different lifestyle you have different values and morals you know that does not mean that you know you get to take that out on that other person because at the end of the day this is the human race we're all in the same earth we're all in the same country city school you know we're all just trying to live our lives and to do the best that we can you know so when you are attacking somebody um or harassing or bullying poking fun no matter what it is whether it's something that is a small scale you know kind of thing or a larger scale kind of thing like what happened recently i think that uh you really actually just have to well people just have to stop and think and be like what is what is this achieving you know you you harass someone you bully someone then what what does that achieve does it make you know them less of you know does it you know like what what does it really do you know it doesn't do anything it just causes pain and it just causes a lot of problems and as you can see this is something that is you know truthfully going to going to um follow the attackers uh for the rest of their lives and that's something that they can't get away from you know um unfortunately but that's just how it is i actually have like a question around this um because you know it's all well that we can say like obviously don't bully but um like, what are some actual measures you want to see taken, like, in schools? And because we kind of talk, this is not, like, an isolated to OG's incident. Um, this is, like, a thing that all Dunedin schools experience. Like, what are some things you want to be seeing in schools uh, to kind of prevent things like this happening? Like, for me personally, perhaps more, like, assemblies or, like, a more open discussion around, uh, you know, Islamophobia and events like this. Like, not talking about it doesn't mean it doesn't happen, Right. Yeah, for um for sure, Lily. I think that's a great kind of step going forward that should have already been happening where, you know, if if you don't know, it's it's better to I guess not be so like complacent, is that the right word, or like ignorant of just oh I didn't know so I I thought that was okay but you know I think is a lot of times there there are those moments like Jaden said where you've just got to use common sense and be like that's like not my ground to step over and that's not okay for me like you know because I think I think something that I think is a huge thing that came out of this is that people 
you know, weren't aware that that shouldn't be something that should be done, like shared those images, shared those videos, um, and just didn't notify anyone for help, you know, and yeah, I think that's a huge issue is that a lot of people are scared of, you know, telling on something that bad that goes down at school or something like that. And I think there's that term like snitches get snitches, you know, I think there's that just how that whole culture needs to end um, when it involves someone being harmed. Yeah, definitely. And um, okay. Being honestly, extremely truthful here, just from what I think, um, I don't think that the way to tackle a, a large scale problem and a mindset shift would necessarily be assemblies because like, if you think about it, like okay let's just say vaping in a school in, in school like in a particular school is a very big problem i'm sure if there was an assembly about it nothing would happen right but i think it's actually um us as students that represent our school represent our age group represent you know just dunedin students dunedin youth you know it's it's about holding other people accountable it's about having those hard conversations about pulling those people over and being like hey like this is actually not you know if you if you see somebody you know cracking some jokes just be like hey that's actually not you know, cool. And um, I think that a lot of the opinions that people carry are actually given to them by their parents. It's it's from the upbringing, you know. And for me personally, I've had a lot of those conversations that have changed my perspective, changed my mind on certain issues. And I think that it always starts with having those hard conversations, you know, because it's, it's not easy to pull up someone, you know, on something that they did and just be like, hey, like, I just don't think that's that's really cool, you know. But I think that having those conversations and and actually sharing what what you feel is right, sharing what you feel is the right approach to something, is um you know from a personal level rather than from a like authority principle talks to the assembly is actually something that um would probably be more effective. So yeah, yeah, I think that's a great point, Jaden, because you know a lot of things that are said in assemblies to most students it just goes out you know out of their brain as soon as it's said um and, you know it can get quite like you know repetitive and things like that um but I think a great tool we've seen is social media and the way that it communicates and engages our generation especially um and like it's not really the ease of sharing things but it's the through the ease of sharing things that things that the awareness has been raised about this um, particular thing and for many other things that have happened in the past it's usually through like the power of social media that people are able to see um, kind of it kind of it breaks it down and it's like an easy like easily communicated like the core of the issue and what people can do going forward yeah um, I guess it's kind of just around like everything we're talking about is like the absolute zero tolerance like on every single level there needs to be absolutely like nothing given to racism or nothing given to homophobia and I guess uh just to kind of clarify the assembly point um and the example uh oh uh the example that Jaden gave of course was around like the vaping assembly but I think you're probably only going to have a vaping assembly if like there has been an issue around vaping which there has been I guess the thing that the the where that idea spawned from um, for me was uh, I think a few years ago uh, at our school we had an assembly around like it wasn't even about homophobia uh, the assembly was around kind of just like gay history queer rights and kind of like um, the Stonewall movement like uh, even like the history of drag and this was like such kind of like a revolutionary assembly for me in terms of like it being kind of like really affirming. Um, 
as someone, you know, who is like now the co-leader of the QSA, kind of just having that like not feel taboo to talk about uh, and that spawning from like an assembly where it's like it was openly discussed kind of just that kind of culture and history around that. So I guess for where the assembly point came in, I wonder if we were to be able to open kind of like more open narratives around stuff uh, and around like different cultural kind of uh, things, whether that whether we can like normalize that more. So it's like, for example, not sharing the videos, which might be like should be obvious for some, but then like some people didn't even kind of think about that because they just have that absolute cultural disconnect. And whether like there is ways we can kind of normalize those conversations. Um, yeah, for sure, Lily. I think I think I do see your point there of like people like for me, I I find myself quite like in touch with that community because I do have a lot of Muslim friends and there's someone I can easily reach out to. But you know, if if someone was to be able to like to was someone was able to create like some kind of content, some kind of, you know, thing that can be shared for schools that has accurate information, easy to understand, and just like gives like a breakdown of like, you know, what is the right and wrong things to do around that kind of cultural aspect. Um, because I think so, so often it's just put on, like, for example, maybe if there's Muslim students at the school, it's just like put on them to come up with something, write a speech, you know, and that's a lot of pressure and for someone to go through. So I think if it comes from, um, a collective that everyone is getting the same information um, that would be a really awesome to think thing to see like like, it's, yeah because oh, it's like it's easy for like me to go to one friend and be like hey can you please help me I don't know what the word the correct term is for this and they're able to help me but if the entire school was coming to them for a question that could be a lot of pressure yeah and I, I think oh sorry um, and I think that also, like, just about using social media um, in general, like, yeah, it's a great tool and it's awesome. But at the same time, one repost, like, you make a repost on your story and you're like, that's my social activism done for the day. Like, you know, the thing is, like, if you really want to make a difference, have those conversations with people, like, make, like, normalize, you know, talking about these things that are, that are, quote taboo you know or like things that are generally not spoken about freely like um you know like don't just like make it like okay this is you know like okay awesome that you know because we need to raise awareness you know and I remember I saw that post when there was only like nine comments on it now there's like thousands you know and it's awesome that you know there's there's been this boom of people now being able to know what's happened Bella Hadid you know like an international supermodel um made a post about it on her Instagram you know like it's getting all this thing but like if you if you want to make a difference especially if you're in Dunedin you know in your community like just posting this thing on your story and leaving it at that isn't really going to do anything. Like I scroll, I look at my Instagram stories right now. No one's posted anything about it. And that's okay. You know, like everyone posted about it last week when it was first posted, but like this week, it's almost like people have moved off of it, you know, but you know, when, when things like this happen, you know, we need to stop and we need to think what's the, what's the root behind this? What's the actual core problem here? You know, like, um, you know, how do we change like this hateful nature from being something that's so, so like, for, from yeah from it being like that um to being something that um can be changed yeah yeah and i guess that's something like the concern around social media is it's really effective it has a widespread but it's kind of instantaneous and after it's gone i guess maybe the kind of thing we're trying to hone in on here sorry is like personal social responsibility to have the absolutely like zero tolerance towards any of that kind of yeah and continued conversations and not being 
like I feel sometimes people are even kind of scared to open the narrative in case they like say something wrong um so they like avoid it all entirely whereas like it would be great if there was we could have more open conversations and we could like um just kind of really address this stuff oh journey still it address this like um kind of more out in the open yeah I think for some of us it's really easy to start that conversation with someone outside that social media reposting um you know and some of us are more braver to actually be posting our thoughts and you know entire spiels on social media about what we think but not all of us are like that so I think I think you're you're right Jaden where people just take it as like oh I repost it and I've just taken apart I've shown what side I'm on for example um and then just kind of forget about it but I think it's really important to be having those conversations um and even if you can't make a difference like in across Dunedin like what can you do for your class what can you do for your school your what can you your, do for your family yeah, yeah. For your family and just making sure that everyone's on the um the same kind of mi- not mindset but like um awareness as you might have if you are more educated on the topic yeah yeah I actually kind of not to segue here but um just a different kind of conversation around this is actually like in a personal thing I am booked to do a speech for my whole school next week we have a thing called like the last word that all the prefects do and I'd like really love to do it kind of on this topic of kind of that bubbling simmering kind of underlying kind of hatred um that can like snowball into something else and like how we address it at that level and how we have like a responsibility to address it do you guys have any other thoughts or like things or approaches or ways you think that kind of stuff should or could be said to like a and a whole school in a speech uh, that might be effective? Look, like, I, I think that, you know, it's, at the end of the day, we are limited in a way to what we can do, you know, we we can't contact, like, Huda, like, like you know, specifically, you know, um, and, you know, we can't do anything, we can't really, like, have any physical action to, you know, change what happened, you know, like, what what's happened has happened, but, you know, um, we can use our platform, social media, this radio show, um, really like, you know, your speech at school, you know, and um, it's really just about, I think just honestly, just having yarns, eh? like to put it really simply, just having conversations about what's going on, you know, Um, and I think that uh, for those who also um, have experienced um, some sort of hatred in the past, whether it's because of religion, um, race, cult, like whatever it is, you know, I think that just to be able to show that, you know, as this generation, like we are trying to make a difference, that we're trying to make it so that we can talk about things like this freely. I think that that's like the really, like the best that we can do, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I think, I think like Jaden said, having the yarns is super important because I think you can't really tell somebody what to do and what not to do, you know, whereas if you can get them thinking about it, they can kind of make that decision for themselves. You know, it's kind of just like those kind of moments where something just lights in you. And I think the vaping one is a really good example because, you know, we, we probably, it's such a common thing now. We probably all have friends or someone you know does it and I you can't just outwardly go and say to someone like you shouldn't be doing that or like for example if that's what you believe um whereas you could have conversations with them about you know why do you use that what can what can be like a replacement for you and like things like that so I think um and I think another big thing just 
um, going back to that thing about what happened is the fact that like schools could be doing a whole lot more to address issues like that and and not let it get to that point where it's entire kind of physical you know lash out on somebody and and yeah and I think that comes back down to teachers attitudes and just like procedures at school um to ensure everyone feels safe because I think um there are plenty of times where you you can like school is meant to be a safe place and 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 no like parents minds would they want their children to be going to a school where they don't feel safe um and recently I spoke to a friend of mine and so she has a young daughter and and they're from a Muslim family and her young daughter who's um you know, very young at primary school was wondering like, you know, mom, when I grow older and I'm wearing a hijab, like, will someone do that to me? And that just really broke my heart when I talked to her because it's kind of like for someone who's not like involved in the school scene, a secondary school scene, like that if that's kind of what they think is going to happen to them um, going into, you know, high school and it not being a safe place, it just made me very upset and horrified that that's kind of the image that was, uh, that stood out to them and so the yeah. that if that's what someone is thinking like at primary school that's absolutely terrible like yeah. there absolutely is more that we can and should be doing like on all levels and you know it shouldn't take like an actual physical assault for people to be having this conversation yeah mm. I think I think that's like a huge perspective I hadn't thought about personally is that by having this huge outreach this huge kind of awareness raised about it is that it affects everyone and everyone has their own opinions about it and worries um that we don't see personally because we're kind of at the stage where we're leaving high school um but yeah yeah wow um well yeah so for everybody listening um i said a little bit before there are um some instagram pages if you just type up justice for huda like it will come up um, and that's spelled H-U-D-A or H-O-D-A. So there are a few. Um, and I think, yeah, like just, um, you know, even though we can't do like something that's extremely significant or we can't, you know, it's, it's just about collectively, if we all do small parts, small things, have small conversations, like if we put all of that together, you know, then, then shift happens, you know, and I think that, um, you know, especially generational shift, it's just everyone kind of doing small things and playing small parts in order to make a bigger difference. But um, if if you feel like uninformed about this issue, then yeah, like Jaden said, you can search um, Justice for for Huda or just in general, you know, educate yourself on this, on this whole topic of, you know, other people's culture, because it's, 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 um, it's, it's quite normal for people not to be aware of it. um, But there's nothing stopping you from like, um, researching it further so if it's something that you want to do go ahead and do it yeah yeah anyway we are going to be going into a song break now but uh watch the space we'll be right back after these songs
on ORFM's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home. Through interviews, conversation and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective. That's Global Youth NZ, 4pm Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin. Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, yznz.app.
on ORFM's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home. Through interviews, conversation and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective. That's Global Youth NZ, 4pm Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin. Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, yznz.app. Welcome back to Global Youth NZ. You're listening to 105.4 FM. I'm the co-host Lily and I'm sitting here with co-host Jay and co-host Jaden, except I'm not sitting here because we are in the virtual studio. Um, of course, uh, you can tune into the early part of the episode, uh, but with COVID and our studio renovations, we are doing it from home. Um, actually, speaking of COVID, we are moving on and Jaden has something to say. Yeah. Um, so, guys, I tested positive for... No, I'm joking. <laughs> Sorry, I just... I want to make a dramatic entrance, you know what I mean? Um, lol. Okay. Well, guys, how good... <laughs> um, 
how good is COVID, guys? So good. We love it. Um, but yeah, so as you know, like, you know, living here in Dunedin, we always feel so isolated from COVID. We're like, when is it our turn? When is it out? Like, when do we get to be in the news headlines, have COVID cases? You know, why does it, why does it always have to be Auckland just because they have over a million population? Like, come on. Okay, you know, I'm going to get Jaden to just... So, basically... <laughs> no, we're cutting Jaden's mic. Um, okay, guys. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, so, basically, okay, if you don't know, Otago um, or Dunedin, you know, is getting quite a few cases. Um, and this is the first time we've had, like, proper case numbers um, in New Zealand for... Uh, sorry, in Dunedin for a while, you know? But, um, okay, I feel like I shouldn't be talking about this, right? <laughs> um, but... You know, this morning, I had a really cool experience. I went through a drive-through testing facility, you know. Um, we have 19,000 cases, by the way, in New Zealand. Just thought I'd let you know. Yeah, it's very big. Um, I went through a drive-through testing facility today. I didn't get tested, um, but one of my friends did, and I was just driving them. Um, and it was just so cool. Like, I was just like, bro, this is, we're literally, like, having drive-through testing places now. Um, you know, I think for me, honestly, and just bear with me, guys, okay? I think it's really gotten to the point where, um, you know, for me, COVID has just become something that's just been talked about so much. You know, it's been something that has been just, you know, in the news, literally, the only thing you see is COVID. And I think that I'm really just losing the plot a little bit. And I'm just so, you know, I think I'm just really happy that we are starting to get back to normality. But, um, you know, at the same time, guys, you know, because I'm vaccinated, I'm actually, I actually feel okay. Like I, I have that security that, you know, my body has, has given, has have. Um, has immunity built up to it, you know. Um, but uh, at the same time, it's really important that if you are sick, do get tested. And if you are feeling symptomatic, especially because all week is happening and students are starting to come down, there is a pretty good chance that you'll be at a location of interest. So, yeah. Can I just interject here um, to say that, like, I'm I'm on a different side of the same coin, that it kind of feels like a bit of COVID craziness to sit into my brain, but also, like, quite a lot of hysteria around it um and that it's really i feel like in the next few days schools are starting to going to get serious cases like it's actually starting to Dunedin properly i'd say probably for the first time this pan pandemic except for like the very beginning when like original covid happened and um i want to say like for everyone it does feel crazy it does feel insane like you don't want to hear any more covid news but also you've got so much anxiety around it like i want everyone to just like hold in there like obviously get vaxxed like I don't know if I can speak to the station but I speak for myself and say just get vaccinated but also don't be scared to get a test um and as Jaden was telling us like how easy those testing stations are now I'm starting to hear conversations of people that like feel like they might have symptoms but they kind of don't want to get a test just in case they do have it like guys I know COVID is crazy I know we've been getting it for three years now or something done um just like hold in there a little bit more <laughs> and um yeah make sure you kind of like stay on top of those things and get tested we have yeah. arena just coughed do you have to tell us no. um, yes lily i i agree with you guys and i think up till now it was kind of just a myth 
to us because not a myth I mean to Deneen specifically because we were never really getting any cases down here um, until now and so actually the school that I go to um, we do have a case and and so it's it's suddenly feels a lot real and um I mean, I know I personally have struggled because like we've gone so much of like having this kind of mindset that avoid, eliminate, like stay at home, do not want to catch it. And now it's like, actually, you know what, just do your normal thing and you might catch it, you might not. But like everyone's kind of okay with it. But I feel like there are lots of people who are not okay with it. And I'm one of those people who like doesn't want to get it. But like if I get it, I think I'll be fine um, because I am vaccinated. But like for my family who I live with, you know, it's kind of just like another layer of like, I really want to protect myself so I can protect them. Yeah, if you do feel like you have symptoms, there's absolutely no shame. Just like literally go get tested. Like as speaking of like the case that in Queens and stuff, I heard a few days ago, like in our year 13 common room, some girls saying like, oh, like I feel like I might have it, but like, I don't know, should I get tested or not? I'm like, if there is any doubt whatsoever, you should absolutely just go and get tested. There is absolutely yeah, no harm. Definitely. Um, And you know, like the thing is, and I this is okay, being very serious at the moment, like you actually do have to prepare that getting COVID is not now an impossible scenario, mm. you know, and it's not even an unlikely scenario. It's a likely scenario and it's not like you don't know when, but it's likely. So, you know, go to the supermarket, go to the pharmacy, get pain medication, get cough medicine, you know, stock up on some, um, you know, if you're living oh, by yeah, yourself. Don't, don't don't start hoarding. Don't oh, yeah. But, you be know, do... Safe, be normal. Exactly, exactly. But do, you buy know, like do... a normal human being. Exactly. Don't buy, like, you know, so much toilet paper. But, you, you know, do... You don't need 100 rolls of toilet paper. You know, oh. do... If you're living in a, in a flat or if you're living in, like, with other people, you know, make sure that you tell them that, hey, like, if I have to self-isolate, like, I'm going to need these things, you know, or, like, you know, if I get tested positive, then have a plan that everyone around you... um you know, in your, in your flat or whatever gets tested, you know? And the thing is, is that um, I think New Zealand and a lot of other countries are starting to move to this um, mindset that we're just trying to make it seem, like normalize it as much as we can. Um, and for us that, that are vaccinated, you know, and that uh, have a higher immunity to it, I think that, you know, it's, it's, it's working, it's getting there, you know? But I think that um, if you're unvaccinated, then, you know, definitely do have a, you know, have a call with um, Healthline or the COVID Healthline, you know? And the thing is, I actually totally understand it, you you know, the thing is that this, you know, there is a lot of information and rumors going around, you know, about the vaccine. You know, there's lots of, um, you know, things that are true, things that are not true. Um, a lot of like people are getting scared and that's fine. You know, I remember when the vaccine first came out in Singapore, my dad said he was going to go get it. This was when it like first came out, you know, and I told him, I said, don't go get the vaccine. <laughs> I was like, you don't know what's in it. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, like what happens if you, what happens if you drop dead? Like I was, I was freaking out, you know, um, but then. And I took the time and I researched what was in the vaccine, you know, like, what does the va vaccine do? You know, how does it prevent you from getting COVID? And then I was like, actually, mate, it's all good. And then a couple months later, when it got released in New Zealand, I got vaccinated. Um, and like, you know, I'm doing totally fine. And I think that, you know, guys like, <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. But it's just, you know, really important that, um, you know, you're just trying to get information for yourself, not just listening to those rumors and those um, sources on Instagram, you know, like sources, like, trust me, bro, you know, like, that's not, that's not what we want to be doing. Let me tell you, okay, do your research. And if you don't like vaccines, don't go and throw like poo at cops or something like, 
just keep a human head on <laughs> like do your research properly the vaccine is safe uh and you like you know now is the time to be getting your booster shot for doing all that yeah um and also my heart goes out for everybody that's immunocompromised or yeah. um you know can't get the vaccine because obviously this is uh this is very tough you know i think there are i know personally a lot of people that want to get the vaccine or had the first shot and then had to be rushed to the hospital you know and like this is a very small percentage you know a very small um part and actually if you got covid your chances of being harmed would be higher than if you got the vaccine you know but um you know my heart does go out for those that can't get the vaccine you know like keep on fighting you know like we you know and i think that actually people like this like we, those are the people that we're fighting for as well you know we we want um them to be safe you know um and it means that you know we we should go out and get vaccinated like let all these um you know get ourselves safe you know get the community safe for that so yeah yeah and i mean if i th- thanks Shannon. that is a really good thing you said um personally i wish i could do school online now because i feel like you know, most teachers are preparing for a scenario where if you had COVID and you had to go home and isolate, then you'd be able to keep up with the workload by doing it online. So I'm like, why can't we all stay online? (laughs) But like, that's, I guess there's a whole lot of reasoning there. But yes, Jaden, you are doing uni online. So that is very exciting for you. It's interesting, actually. I think my school has a plan, uh, like once it does get to those big numbers where like half of the school is not here, I think definitely the seniors are going to be working from home which you know I'm excited about because I love the home learning. Oh, I'm living for that. Um, but yeah, you know, you know, your schools have like things in place and stuff. So just keep a head on, stay sane, get tested, get vaxxed. Don't freak out and don't bolt by. Jay needs to head off now. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm doing my wee dance on the screen. But yes, um, kaki to everyone and have a good week. Bye, Jay. Bye-bye. Yeah. Um, you know, and yeah, honestly, like what crazy times we live in, eh? And the thing is, it's it's normal to feel a little bit anxious, a little bit worried, you know, about all of this. Insane. A little bit like just going a bit, you know, insecurity. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, the thing is, is that actually the faster that we band together as as one community and just like, you know, do do the things required, you know, like. I think that the faster that we can get through this and, you know, borders are, are reopening in July, you know, um, you know, all vaccine rollouts are, are coming, you know, you can literally walk in and get a vaccine. I remember when you had to pre-book and like the wait list was so long, you know, but um, now you can just walk and get your first, second or booster shot, you know, and um, the thing is, I it's like, booster. I want my booster. I've got like 150 days till I turn 18 or something. Well, I luckily, you know, I, I can get my booster because I am an education worker. So there you have it. And I'm 17. So yeah. Um, But guys do, you know. That's a good segue. That's a really good segue, Jaden. Just in our last few minutes of the show, you have a new job. Yes, I do. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I am working for a company called, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. I'm working uh, for a company that teaches music at schools <laughs> and I am working at currently at East Tyree primary and Kaikarai primary school. Um, and guys, let me just tell you, teaching little kids music is literally the most wholesome thing in the whole entire world. I have, I have some of my stickers and they're, they're all in te reo. Okay. I have phrases like kete pai, tino pai, um, and ka pai so good and I have ones that just say the words and then I have ones that have pictures of birds and whales on it um but they always choose the ones 
with pictures on it. They'd never just choose the word itself, um, which is a little bit sad, but that's okay. You know, it's fine. Um, but oh my gosh, like honestly, teaching is so fun. I, um, I have a few, I have one or two funny stories. So one of them, so do you guys know, um, uh, do you know, sorry, Jay's already left. Um, (laughs) do you know, um, okay i think it's called back back in black by acdc and it's like so okay so i was teaching this kid so we um you know for our company we we have we all have a book that we go by um and basically it just has pretty like easy chords easy songs it's just like beginner level primary school guitar teaching right and i was like cool so i went through the song with this kid um he was obviously quite he he like knew what was going on like he 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 knew he knew it like he he knew guitar well and i was like okay cool like let's just go through this and he'd make a couple mistakes i was like okay cool like that's all good like why don't you go through it again like yourself and then he would just start playing back on black and i was like bro like you know just you gotta do it and then um yeah every time i just got him to play he would just play that song um so that's good but at the same time you know there are there are a few mischievous students but it really does remind me of me when I was at that age you know and I think being freshly out of high school being a fresher for university and you know still being taught music you know sometimes I think it's easy for me to put myself in the student's shoes you know and to and to know that sometimes going to lessons is not the most fun thing in the world especially if it's something that your parents have put you know you into because you're year two you're year three you know you don't really have a choice <laughs> but yeah <laughs> yeah I will say um I worked as a babysitter uh like last all of last summer um, yeah was, let me tell you like it's exhausting but I think you're the most fun people to work with and one of the girls <laughs> I babysat like <laughs> she reminded me so much of me just like having all those questions and just being so curious about everything I think it's like an absolute blessing to work with her kids. Yeah. I, I like honestly, I didn't know that you had that job until we're just talking now, and I'm yeah. I'm really jealous. Like, it sounds like it's, so it's so fun um you know i've had a lot of them ask my age and i tell them to guess and they're like 43 <laughs> and i i think it's so funny because it's like actually i'm only like five or six years older than you but i think it's just or maybe like 10 years older you know but because they're, they're just in primary school and, and like their mindset is just around their age group they see people who are only a couple years older than them they probably see university students as like giants whereas i see them as my age group or I see them as one or two years older. I got to interrupt here because I also do that. And I asked my girls, like, how old do you think I am? And they were like, mm, 10. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, I need to grow, like, <laughs> I need to grow taller. I need to, like, oh grow pink. Like, hey, <laughs> at, least, at least you weren't called 43. That was a little bit insulting. <laughs> um, no. oh, yeah, they see, they see you as one of, as one of them, <laughs> Lily. Yeah, <laughs> No, um, it's absolutely missing. So definitely, I want updates from this job. Yeah, honestly, I think, I think I'll have so many good stories um, from that. And um, honestly, like just teaching music is such a, just actually just like dealing with like little kids, you know, especially like lower prime, like year two, year three. They're just, they just have the funniest one-liners ever. You know, they just say the funniest things ever. Kids are like absolutely like the most awesome. <sighs> Legends. Ever. Yeah, and, and you know they're way cooler and way smarter than a ton of adults give them credit for. So oh yeah, honestly, I enjoy 
teaching. So I taught this, um, I think she was year one, this year one girl piano yesterday. And it was her first lesson. She did so well, which is so awesome. And I literally, I remember I taught someone piano who was my age. So um, 17. And I was like, this is so much more fun than teaching someone my age. Like, why didn't I do this sooner, guys? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably all we've got time for this week. Um, But yeah, next week. Actually, do we know when we're going to be back in the studio? I guess we can't say because of COVID and everything. Yeah, unfortunately not. Tune in next week. We may still be in the virtual studio, but that's all right. Uh, We are here every Thursday at 4 p.m. And that's on 105.4 FM. Yes. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in uh, to today's show. And uh, we hope that you had a had a good time, whether you're driving around or just, like, I don't know what people do when they're listening to radio. For me, I listen to my radio in my car. Every, yeah, cars, I love it. Place. It's great. And I tune I, – I only listen to 105.4 FM, I promise, okay? Oh. To everybody listening, to, to Arena, who might may or may not be listening to this show right now, I only <laughs> – don't check my car but I only listen to 105.4 FM. So there you go. And you should too. Support local broadcasters, okay? Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, So tune in next week, everyone. Uh, We'll see you. And I'm sure Jay says bye-bye as well and have an amazing week. Bye-bye. Ka kite. Bye, everyone. Good luck. Global Youth NZ on ORFM's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home. Through interviews, conversation and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective. That's Global Youth NZ, 4pm Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin. Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, yznz.app.